This is the Orange Podcast, conversations with Orange City Council for the local community. This is Alan Reader. Thanks for tuning in to Let the Orange Podcast leave a contact-free delivery of fresh ideas on your front porch. And if you stick around for the whole episode this week, you'll find out where to get free online access to a whole bunch of movies. Yes, I did say free. And also in today's show, while that old-fashioned service Meals on Wheels is getting even more popular among residents who need a hand during lockdown in Orange. That's all coming your way this week. You're listening to the Orange Podcast. Uh, midweek, the residents of Orange learnt that uh, lockdown was set to continue for another couple of weeks yet. So what do you do? You've already worked your way through the entire library of Netflix and Stan. What else can you do without leaving your house? Here's one answer, the Orange City Library. Joining me from the library is Sean Brady. Sean, there's a wealth of things in there that people can do online. Indeed, there are. We are unfortunately not open, so our print collections are not uh, available to the public at the moment. Uh, we did look at a range of options to make that collection available, but either the health orders or our capacity made that uh, not possible. So we're really relying on our uh, online uh, resources uh, and we're putting together a range of online activities as well. Online resources uh, include uh, obviously e-books, e-audiobooks, and they're the traditional, uh, fairly long-standing uh, backbone to the, to the online resources or the online collection. What do I need to borrow one of those? Well, you need a library, library membership to start with. Uh, if you don't have one already, you can do that and you can do it online and that will give you immediate access to uh, the three primary collections that we have. Those are on BorrowBox, on Libby, and on Indie Read. So they're the three apps or the three uh, online uh, ebook and e audiobook collections. So yeah, you go to the, the website, uh, you, um, you register, you create a, a membership, join the library basically, uh, and then you can download the apps and, and sign into each of those apps to download product. To read an ebook at home, do I need a, a Kindle or one of those sorts of machines? No, you don't. And in fact, our, the product that we have, most of them, I think most of them won't actually work on a Kindle. You would just use a mobile device and that would be a phone, a tablet, uh, or even a laptop or a, a PC. You could, you could run it on a PC. Uh, you would download, if it's on a mobile device, like an Android or an iOS device, Apple or, uh, or Samsung, uh, you would download the app, the BorrowBox app, the Libby app or the Indie Reads app. Uh, and you're straight you into the product basically you you sign in with your uh, with your registration details and you're away you're in you're in our catalog and you can just download whatever you want to uh, if you're on a uh, on a pc uh, there is a, there's no app you just go to the the central west library's website and we have links directly into their into those collections uh you sign into them and you download the product much much the same way. Yeah. Can I browse on a shelf? Can I find a, a familiar title by looking for an author? Oh, indeed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So all of those options are available. There are search options if you're looking for an author, subject, title. Uh, but there are browse options. And the browse options are getting more sophisticated as time goes on. So browsing by uh, broad um, 
uh, broad subject category or genre, uh, you know, in nonfiction or fiction. And there's quite a bit of nonfiction too, surprisingly. Uh, or browsing by things like latest releases, popular titles, you know, best, um, um, best, uh, you know, award-winning, all of that kind of stuff. Uh, so there are lots of different browsing options within each of these uh, products. Yeah. Instead of reading a book, I want a, an audio book I can listen to. Where do I go for that? Well, same place. So these three uh, platforms uh, offer both uh, e-book and e-audio book, and one of them also offers online magazines. That's the Libby app. So uh, you'll get uh, Woman's Day, Woman's Weekly, but you'll also get a whole lot of uh, tech magazines, PC gaming and uh, uh, Tech Life, uh, Australian PC, all of, all of those kinds of things you'll get uh, on the Libby app as well. But yeah, audiobooks on the same app basically, uh, and the collection is growing. They're uh, getting much bigger. We've got, for instance, uh, when we started on these apps, uh, it was about three or four years ago uh, on BorrowBox, we started out with something like 600 titles. Uh, we are now part of a consortium which includes most of Western and Northwestern New South Wales, uh, and we have something in the range of six to seven thousand or more titles, both ebook and e audiobook. So the range is, is quite extensive now, uh, and yeah, really worthwhile. I've been listening to uh, all of the Harry Potter series. I've been downloading, been downloading tons of stuff uh, uh, during this lockdown uh, period. Yeah. Uh, worthwhile uh, products to dive into as i said before i've, I've already gone through the, the complete netflix collection can yeah. i can i borrow a movie from the library oh indeed yes so we have streaming video as well we have two platforms for streaming video canopy is the primary one but beamer film is the more recent one that's come in uh they have some crossover content you know the same content on both of them uh but they're really their strengths are independent uh uh cinema uh, you, you're not going to find, you know, popular titles, the the, the whole Marvel um, uh, super superhero series or anything like that. Uh, it's uh, it's really uh, older films. It's going to be quite a few subtitle films, independent Australian cinema in there. There's quite a lot of Australian cinema in Canopy. Uh, a lot of documentaries and short films. So if you if you're really in uh, into quirky, uh, slightly. Um, not necessarily oddball, but just uh, just not mainstream, then Beamer Film and Canopy are really for you. We will be looking, so quite apart from the online resources, we're also looking at doing a whole range of online activities. We're, we've started building and delivering those, um, mainly for kids because it's book week and it was science week last week, so we're trying to get roll out all of our product for those now. Uh, but we're looking at doing a film festival uh, using uh, Canopy and Beamer Film, on, and that'll be an online film festival. Uh, we're still working out the final detail of those things, but they'll be rolling out in the next week or so. Uh, we'll be delivering, yeah, things for adults, specifically for adults, not just, it's not just going to be a kid's um, space in, in the library online. Uh, we're really trying to deliver to uh, all all demographic uh, of, of the community. Yeah. Sean, the, the resources you're describing sound like a, a uh, an incredible rescue mission for someone in lockdown, but if people got the taste of it, this is the sort of thing that's been brilliant 365 days of the year. Oh, it's we've been we've been delivering this content and these resources for Canopy's been going for two or three years now, BorrowBox for about three to four years. I mean, we've been delivering this content now and just growing it uh 
uh, over the past, you know, four to five years. Uh, and, yeah, it will be available well beyond this lockdown. It's just going to be freely available to the community of Orange and the Central West. Uh, yeah, you just become a member of the library and it's, it's all yours. For all sorts of reasons, some people have never got around to stepping foot inside a library. It sounds like a fun place. It is a fun place, and we do a lot of things. Um, you know, and a lot of them are for kids. We do a lot of school holiday activities. We've got Lego Club, which was due to come on uh, on Monday, so we're now building our, our Lego Club uh, online, trying to work out how we're going to deliver an online Lego Club. Um, but for adults, we've got page turners. We have author talks. We have all kinds of events that happen at the library. Uh, yeah, look, it's a, it's a dynamic space. Um, it's, a, it's, it's a space that has a lot of energy uh, happening in it. Uh, it's not a dead space just filled with books and quietness. It, uh, it's, it's a fun place to be. Sean Brady, thanks for your time today. Alan, thank you for having me. You're listening to the Orange Podcast, discovering what a, a treasure, a community treasure our Orange City Library is, and the lockdown might be a great time to steep that toe into the water. You're listening to the Orange Podcast. Uh, During this current lockdown, some people really enjoy working from home, getting away from all those crazy people in the office. For others, though, perhaps the elderly, perhaps someone who's uh, living alone already. Uh, Living alone can be even tougher when uh, during these periods of lockdown. Orange City Council offers some support for people in that situation. To find out some more, our Community Services Manager, Louise Gagan. Louise, is the demand for things like that support, Meals on Wheels, growing in the last few weeks? Certainly the demand for Meals on Wheels and shopping for older people has increased. We've had um, over you know 20 extra families requesting help with shopping or meals in the last couple of weeks. And over the last year, we've, had, we've delivered more than 2,000 meals extra to other years. Um, so, yes, there has been an increasing demand for that. The um, the older people have been encouraged to stay at home more than younger age groups and they're quite fearful about going out. So we've always continued to support them throughout this period. As well as requests coming from the elderly person themselves, have you found that sometimes their families who might live somewhere away are, are worried about mum and are wondering what Orange City Council can do? Yeah, most definitely, Alan. We've had just recently a number of calls. I've picked some of those up myself from children of older people in Orange that live in Brisbane and Sydney that are concerned that their parents aren't or parent isn't going to the shop to buy food and they're just trying to make do what they've got at home. So we've been encouraging them to help their parent get in contact with us or we've contacted the parent and we've been supplying meals and shopping to them. Meals on Wheels, by its nature, is delivering things to someone's house. Um, How do you do that during a lockdown? Well, usually we do that with volunteers or predominantly volunteers. At the moment, we're using council staff that are being redeployed from other areas where we've had shutdowns. Um, The staff are all wearing the right protective equipment. They don't go into the house, which is a bit sad because a lot of the older people would enjoy the social contact. But they can have a chat through the door, making sure they've got their masks and their, their gloves and their protective equipment on. But that's how we're managing it. As well as Meals on Wheels, our community services wing have done a a shopping service for a while. Is that continuing? And how does that work? Yes, we are continuing the shopping service. Normally, we we actually pick the older person up and take them shopping and support them through that process. 
but currently we're taking a list from the person over the phone and our staff are going and doing the shopping and then dropping the shopping back at the person's home. The older people find home shopping um, very difficult to negotiate and, and there's also been a bit of a delay during the lockdowns in Orange with deliveries from Woolworths and Coles, but um, this seems to work very well to ensure they've got the essential things that they need. Another service that's provided is uh, the chance for a quick visit, um, whether someone's perhaps in, a, in residential care or just needs someone to chat to for a while. Mm-hmm. Is that still happening and what does that involve? Yes, well, we have we have a program that is called the Community Visitors Program, which is for people in residential aged care and home care recipients. We are continuing that over the phone, and where people have technology, we we will zoom in and and so that they can see us and we can see them. We also um, have a lot of people that usually attend our social outings. We do a lot of bus trips for older people across the region. Instead of those bus trips, because we're no longer able to do them, we're calling those people for a quick chat. So the staff that usually take them out are giving them a call and having a chat. Sometimes it's quick, sometimes it's longer than quick. At the other end of the age spectrum, um, our Youth Hub people are also getting involved in staying in touch with the kids who can't come to Youth Hub anymore. What's happening there? Yeah, that's right. Um, The guys that run the Youth Hub, Jared and Jacob, are picking food up from food care in town and delivering that to families where the kids used to come to the Youth Hub. Um, It's a way of keeping in contact with the kids but also supporting the families that aren't coming out So that's been very successful. They're also calling most of the kids that come to the Youth Hub or contacting them on social media just to check in with them and make sure they're okay. For a range of reasons, some people are reluctant to try things like Meals on Wheels or they're not too sure whether it's really for them. Is a lockdown a good opportunity to stick the toe in the water and see, just try it for a while and maybe then decide to like it or not? Sure, you know, that, this is a perfect time for that. Although any time people can just have a trial of Meals on Wheels, we, we offer a free trial to people of a couple of meals to test them and see if they're to their taste. Um, and you can drop in and drop out of Meals on Wheels at any time. You can you know say, I want meals for a couple of weeks, and then maybe if people are feeling a bit stronger or things change, they can just say, we don't want them anymore. And then if they need them again, they just make a phone call and, and re-engage us. Overall, uh, you're leading our community services activity. Most people, when they think of Orange City Council, they're thinking of roads and rubbish. Um, are Are people pleased to hear when they discover the depth of community services the council does provide? Yeah, we get a lot of positive feedback from the community. You know, it, it's wonderful that Orange City Council allows us to provide the community services we do. Not every council does. They support the community in other ways. But we feel very privileged to be able to do this. It's it's very rewarding for us and it's really great for us to be able to keep in touch with people in the community to know what's happening and how we can support them. Louise Gagan, thanks for your time today. Thanks, Alan. And thanks for joining in this week. Before we go, a quick reminder that you can find this podcast under almost every rock. The buttons look different, so you can follow us on Spotify, subscribe on Google Podcasts, and on Apple Podcasts, you leave us a review. And thanks for K-Dog for giving us a five-star rating on Apple. Glad you're enjoying it. Until next time, this is Alan Reader. Bye for now.